Hi, it's Emmett. So today, I decided to use the jet lag waking me up early to start a habit of getting up early to write my next book. I had hoped that I could write the book uh, not getting up early, but it's becoming clear that I just am not going to be able to carve out the time in regular days while still earning enough money. And so it's just going to require me getting up early to do it. The good news is that I do my best work first thing in the morning like that, so it uh, will work well from that regard. I thought I'd talk a little bit about uh, my writing process and share what I know about writing well. Um, and I feel sort of in a, in a position to talk about this perhaps particularly right now, because I started off writing this book uh, longhand in a notebook with a pen because I was feeling the urge to do it at a time when I was sitting in a little cafe with my wife and we had an afternoon where I could just spend a couple hours and and start. And for various reasons, I didn't have my laptop, didn't want to do it on my phone. And then I decided to use... Uh, a voice recognition software called Dragon, which was recommended to me, it's quite good, to transfer that longhand into text. And then this morning, actually, what I was doing was going back through that and editing it. So I sort of have fresh in my head the pros and cons of each of those approaches. I find that I write best on a computer. Part of this is because when I write longhand, my sentences tend to be too long. Because you are slowing down, it is easier to string together more complex sentences. And I think that this is why you find, for instance, in a Jane Austen novel, some very complex sentence structure. It comes from the way it was written. The problem that I have with that is complex sentence structure can lead to confusing writing in which you're trying to pack too many things into one suitcase. I prefer writing that feels like how you might talk, where sometimes there's a complex sentence or two but more often than not, it's fairly simple sentences. This was confirmed to me when I did the audio version of my last book, and I I was the one recording it. And it was so hard to read some of these sentences that I'd written that were relatively easy to read in my head, but pretty difficult to read out loud, at least to read perfectly the way you need to when you do an audio book recording. Conversely, I found that when I compose when I'm talking, like this, I get the natural tone of my voice, not just the actual tone, but the conversational tone of the, of the words. But what I lose is the ability to glance easily back through what I just said and make sure that I'm tracking towards some larger thought or the ability to see when a sentence that I'm 
starting to write would actually be better fit into uh, something that I'd previously written. And so it becomes a linear thing. I can only move forward. And if I want to circle back to a point, I circle back to a point. But uh, you lose some of the gracefulness of form that you can get from being a little more thoughtful about what comes where. So this is what I was finding when I was going through uh, and editing this morning. I was able to clearly see how using the computer allowed me to strip back these more complex sentences and also to see the structure of the ideas better. So I could see, okay, I better actually lose this sentence because this paragraph really wants to start on this sentence. Um, Or I could lose this whole paragraph because it just isn't adding anything to it. When you have short sentences, it actually tends to slow people down and they think more about what you're saying because the sentence is slow. When you have long sentences, you tend to speed up in order to read them because you feel like you're trying to get to the end of the sentence before you lose the thread of what the first part of the sentence was getting at. And so, while we might think that it's the other way around, that long sentences would slow you down, I have found that it is actually the opposite is true. So, so much for the structure of how I approach writing. I approach writing sitting on the couch with my feet up, with my laptop on my legs, and I write. Um, now, as to how I actually write clearly, part of that is just practice. I've been writing professionally for a couple decades now, and to some extent, you just start to understand what is too much and what is all right. I find that writing at its best is a discovery of something you may not have even articulated to yourself yet. So it can be a means of sharing what you already know, and that's good. But at its best, writing, and I would include this podcast in that concept, is fundamentally... (coughs) Nope, don't eat the dog. Don't eat. Nope. Go on. Go on. We're standing by a pile of horse poop, and Maisie really wants to eat it. Maisie, come on. Let's go. Let's go. Good girl. Um, Writing at its best is fundamentally uh, an act of discovery in which you know enough to point yourself in the right direction, and then you're teasing out these thoughts that you maybe haven't articulated yet. When you're doing that, the more you can strip away the grammar and uh, and and traditions of whatever scientific or legal or uh, social media or whatever phrases that you have grown comfortable with in employing, the more you can strip that away, 
the better you will be able to articulate things and the, the clearer it will be to other people. A lot of what I do in my scientific editing business is stripping away this sort of scientific language and get it back to just clearly what is it trying to say. Come on, Maisie, let's go. Let's go. The other part of writing, once you know what direction you want to be pointed in, the other part of writing, for me, is to be willing. Maisie, come on. Let's go. I know you're just so tantalized by that. Let's go. Come on. She keeps pausing and hoping I'm not going to recognize that she's waiting to go back to the horse poop. So the other part of writing for me is once I've spit out whatever it is that I'm spitting out, if it's something like a book, the editing process is really about peeling it back to the essential quality of it. I imagine that's different for every person because some people might write more bare bones and need to add more. Whereas for me, I tend to write in longer sentences and need to pull those sentences apart to make them clear. The harder part about writing, and this is where a good editor comes in, is in seeing what you never even said in the first place, in seeing what you failed to say. If you're writing a book that hasn't, where, you ha- where you're working with an editor, a good editor will do this for you. But to some extent, this uh, inability to see what you haven't said is part of what I'm trying to counteract by doing this podcast and by articulating what I'm articulating on Instagram. My hope is that in sharing things as they happen and the sort of ideas that come along with them over the course of several years, that I will have articulated things that wouldn't have occurred to me to articulate before, and that therefore when I set out to write this book, because I've articulated them before, they're in my brain subconsciously, and I can... I will find myself writing them. Whereas it's much harder to see the thing that you've never even articulated ever. So I know that many people, possibly many of you, don't consider yourself writers and think of writing as something that's really tricky or that you need to have had years of practice to do. And I would argue that that's not fundamentally true. That really what it comes down to is practice in dealing with your own language. And the more practice you give yourself, the better a writer you will become. There is no one right way to write. And really being a good writer boils down to understanding what your underlying 
temperament will typically do to a sentence and understanding what to do about it to make it better, right? So the fact that I know that I tend to write in sentences that are longer and that what I need to do is pull them apart, that's an understanding that helps me be a much better writer than I otherwise would be. We all write dud sentences. Come on, let's go, dogs. The trick to being a good writer is being able to see a dud sentence when you write one and being able to strike it out and keep going without bogging down in this idea of it needing to be perfect right away. In fact, when I was starting to write the book, that was the biggest thing I pushed myself to do was whatever I did, I wasn't going to stop writing. I wasn't going to go back and think about it. Um, I was just going to keep going and keep going and keep going. And that really helped because the hardest thing about writing is that first blank page. And I've talked about this. If you have one or two false starts, it can really rattle you into feeling like you don't know how to get into a topic. When the truth is, it doesn't really matter how you get into a topic. There are tricks you can use. Telling a story to start off is a good one. But fundamentally, good writing doesn't happen by starting good and proceeding perfectly. Good writing happens by starting anyway and proceeding and proceeding and proceeding until it becomes good. I guess there's a lot more to talk about this topic than I had thought, but that's where I'm going to leave it for now. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Uh, if you have thoughts about writing um, or, or anything, or thoughts that you would like me to go deeper into or questions, uh, feel free to send me an email uh, at emmettvan at gmail.com, E-M-M-E-T-V-A-N at gmail.com, or send me a DM on Instagram. I always love to hear from you. Talk tomorrow.